You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. It's raining threes. Hallelujah. Hawks set a record tonight hitting threes in Minnesota. We'll talk about it right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody's ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Listen, tonight, the Hawks were in Minnesota. And it was raining threes. <laughs> it was raining threes. Hawks get the dub 121, oh, uh, 121, uh, 110 over the Minnesota Timberwolves. A very, very impressive win. Um, second game of a back to back. And uh, just very impressive on both sides of the ball, both fronts. They shot the hell of it out of that ball. <laughs> Uh, they set a record uh, shoot, making 25 three-pointers in the game. It was uh, currently set last season in the Boston game, or as affectionately known as the Danilo Gallinari game, <laughs> when Gallinari went nuts. But uh, just a good win for the Hawks. Now you have three days off to kind of um, kind of regroup, kind of fine-tune some things, hopefully let some of these guys get healed up a little bit. 
And then you got Brooklyn on Friday. <laughs> yes, Brooklyn will be in the house. Kevin Durant, uh, James Harden, and the crew will be in the building at State Farm Arena. But, again, first things first, man. Welcome into the Hogsby Podcast. However you stumbled onto the pod, I want to appreciate you and say thank you for checking us out. Um, big part of what we do is on the social media front. So make sure you follow us on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is at Hawks beat all one word. And after you do that, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the pod, go by and leave us a five-star rating before you hit that subscribe button. Let us know what you like about the show, what you hate about the show. Just make sure you give us them five stars. <laughs> we appreciate it. So, um, Subscribe to the pod. Check us on all of our social media. And uh, I think that's it for the housekeeping. Now, as far as some of the ins and outs, uh, not much written out there today before pregame, before the game is concerned as far as articles or anything. Um, Didn't see that much research. I didn't get any information from the Hawks as far as Solomon Hill is concerned. Um, Didn't get any email. So, um I'll dig into that and see what I can find, but I haven't heard anything uh, from uh, the status. I know he left last night's game with a hamstring hamstring injury, so um, hopefully he is on the men and I'm uh, getting better soon. So um, as far as availability was tonight, um, it was pretty much the same guys um, outside of Solomon Hill, Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, Bogey, Kongwu. <laughs> Listen, that list is starting to get a little bit too long for my liking, you know. But uh, Hawks are finding a way to make things work. They went with a nine-man rotation tonight. Uh, Cam Reddish is still listed out with with the um, the wrist sprain, and uh, Skyler Mays did not play. He was a DMP coach's decision. So uh, coaches played the starters plus Lou. Gorgie, Dillon, and Danilo, you know, went with that, that nine-man rotation. And let me tell you something. It was enough. <laughs> it was enough. Um, for the Minnesota side of the ball, uh, they were without two of their two of their big guys. Um, D'Lo, <laughs> affectionately known as D'Angelo Russell, and uh, Pat Bev. Pat Bev didn't play, so they started the rookie, Leandro Balmero, I believe it's Balmero. Uh, but he only played about 18 minutes, and then he got hurt. So they are <laughs> they're in the point guard market, right? So um, I don't know what the timetable is for them getting their point guards back, but they had to go to Anthony Edwards running the point. And I love Anthony Edwards. Ant-Man, one of my favorite guys in the league. But uh, him running the point, it's not it, man. <laughs> it's not it. But uh, you got to take your hat off to Minnesota, man. They put up a fight, especially in that fourth quarter where they outscored the Hawks. Malik Beasley went crazy. Uh, we'll talk about that in the next segment in the game flow. But um, you got to take your hat off to uh, this Minnesota Timberwolves team. bunch of young guys still learning uh, how to win. Uh, I was kind of hoping we would see old old uh, old Hawk Nathan Knight. I didn't see him tonight, but uh, we did see a lot of Torian Prince. Played 18, uh, 18 minutes, had five points. And uh, it's good to see Torian, man. Torian, Torian was a good guy. I, I really enjoyed uh, 
when Torian was in Atlanta, he was always a, a, a nice guy to talk to and uh, just a good dude, man. Glad he's still sticking around in the league. So we're going to take a quick little break on the other side. We're going to get into the game flow. We're going to talk a little bit about what the numbers say, what we saw from our own eyes, and get into this record-setting night from the Atlanta Hawks as they knock down 25 <laughs> three-point shots. Uh, you listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 25 of season 8. It's your man, Edub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. Hey guys, what's up? It's Edub. I know you guys have heard our Manscaped read by now, and I'm here to tell you, listen, it's not too late to get that below-the-belt trim that some of you are in desperately need of. Listen, Manscaped not only has top-of-the-line waterproof trimmers to keep the hedges nice and clean, but they also have boxers, lotions, colognes, have you feeling and smelling so fresh and so clean so head over to manscaped.com use our promo code hawksbeat for 20 percent off your entire order and free shipping once again that promo code is hawksbeat for 20 percent off and free shipping she'll be glad you did All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Hawks Beat Podcast talking about an Atlanta Hawks victory over the Minnesota Timberwolves, one twenty-one to one ten. And I gotta say this, man, I, I, I mentioned in the first quarter, I mean in the first segment, <laughs> the first segment, how the Hawks shot and made twenty-five threes. They were twenty-five for forty-nine. They shot better from three than they did from two. <laughs> you don't often see that, right? 51% from behind the arc, 44% inside the arc. I don't I don't I don't know how that happens, but it happens, right? Uh, yeah, man, off the gate it, from there early on, it was very evident that the Hawks were just in a rhythm. I really liked what I saw out of them as far as an energy standpoint. That's what I look for when I'm watching the games. I want to see what kind of energy do you have on both sides of the ball? If the energy's funky, then I know that it's going to be a close game, and I know that the other team has a chance. But listen, when the Hawks come out there and they play connected, when they play with energy, I know that they're going to be a tough out. They're going to be a tough team to beat. I don't care who's on the other side. I don't care who is on the other side. When they're out there playing with energy like they did tonight, they are a very tough team to beat. Let me start with our guy, TLC. Timothy LaRue Cabarrot had a, a career night. I don't know if it was a career night, but definitely his best night as a Hawk. Uh, out the gate, nine points in that first quarter. He was three of five. And the thing about it was this. All of his shots were in rhythm. Nothing was forced. He just was aggressive. He was within the offense. And they were leaving him wide open. Like, none of his threes were even contested. Like, very few of them. Hawks did an amazing job all night with moving the ball and uh, just finding the open man. And a lot of times, he was the open man. And he knocked it down. Knocked it down. So, uh, as a team, the Hawks had 31 assists. 
Uh, Nate McMillan talked about that a little bit after the game. We'll hear a little bit from him in the third segment. But, uh, I mean, you, you just came out with really good energy. You're on the road, and you put up 33 points in the uh, in the first quarter. And I tell you what, man, like, you could do a lot worse. <laughs> but uh, 33 points in the first quarter and holding them to 24 points, that's got to make you feel good. That's got to make you feel good. Uh, Coach McMillan also said when the basket and when balls are falling like this, guys tend to play better defensively. And he said this a number of times. He said this sometimes when the shots aren't falling, guys tend to uh, drop their head and don't put as much effort on the defense. I think that's kind of a, a new generation type thing, but I, I, I won't get in my soapbox. But uh, Hawks have a very good first quarter, 33-24. to 24. Um, they, they knocked down nine threes in that third, in that first quarter. And you knew something was, uh, you knew something was in the air, (laughs) something was in the air when it came down to the second quarter, um, shooting kind of cooled off a little bit on both sides. Uh, the Hawks were three of 12 in that corner from three. Um, the, the Wolves were two of eight. And they kind of both teams shot in 30 percent. It's kind of like the second quarter teams were just kind of settling in. Right. They're kind of settling in. Um, one of the observations that I had in the second quarter was just how well the Hawks were moving the ball. Um, I thought they moved the ball really well the whole quarter. I mean, the whole game. But second quarter is when I really noticed it, uh, made a note of it. Minnesota started off the corner kind of cold, and the Hawks were able to stretch the lead. They stretched it out. I think at one point it was at 17. Um, Minnesota makes a little bit of a push toward the end of the quarter before you go into the half, and the Hawks go into halftime up 13, 61 to 48. But at this time, they've knocked down 12 threes. You have TLC with 12 points, Trey with 16, and Gallo came off the bench. I thought Gallo was really good. Listen, I thought Gallo even played a little defense tonight, right? <laughs> and not, I don't know how many times you'll you'll find me say that on the podcast, but uh, I thought Gallo played a little defense tonight, right? Uh, but uh, I, I liked what I saw out of everybody. You know, John kind of struggled a little bit tonight from shooting, but he was still active. You know, he was still active, but uh, Hawks go into halftime with a nice, sizable lead. And you guys know me. I don't really take comfort in these leads. And so I'm like, look, Minnesota's going to make a run. I don't know when, but I know they're going to make a run. That run happened in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Actually, no, let me let me stop. Let me not jump over the third quarter. Let me not jump over the third quarter. Third quarter, Wolves come out, 6-0 run. For, they get the first three bu- buckets of the second half, right? Nate calls it to yo, don't like what he sees. Gets them together, and he's like, "Okay, y'all got to figure this out." I, I'm guessing that's what he said, right? I wasn't, in, I wasn't in the locker, <laughs> I wasn't in, I wasn't in the huddle. But immediately after that, Hawks going an eight zero run, eight zero run. Good to by Nate. Get the guys settled down. Like, look, man, this is not what we, this is not what we're gonna do. <laughs> Hawks got themselves together, went on an eight zero run, and uh, not long after that. Minnesota lose the point guard, and Anthony Edwards has to run the point. And Anthony Edwards has a tremendous skill point, a skill uh, skill set. Running the point is not in that skill set. <laughs> um, and you got to credit Minnesota, man. They go on a run, 8-0 run again, 
And every time it seemed like Minnesota went on a run, Atlanta was there to answer. Uh, they go on an 8-0 run in the third quarter, cut the lead down again. Back-to-back threes by Jang and Gallo. And that's when you knew <laughs> that's when you knew something was up. When Gorgie Jang is hitting like <laughs> threes, like multiple threes, just like waka waka block up. You know what I mean? Like he's two for two in the quarter. Gallo's two for two in the quarter. Trey knocks down two. TLC adds two more. And in that third quarter, you get nine more threes, man. Like they shot sixty nine percent from three. And Granted, you only won the quarter by five points, but uh, that's big. That's big. So now you're able to stretch that lead out a little bit more because you're winning every quarter now, right? You go into the fourth, 96 to 78. And you almost knew, like, I mean, I knew, like, because I watch a lot of basketball. You almost knew Minnesota was going to make a run. And Malik Beasley was like, yo, I'm about to go crazy. (laughs) <laughs> and he went crazy, right? I mean, he had 16 points in, the, in that quarter. They leaned on him. And he uh, almost single-handedly brought Minnesota back, right? Four three-pointers in the quarter. Uh, he was just really good, man. He was really good. I've always I've always enjoyed Malik Beasley's game. But I thought it was special tonight, especially in the fourth quarter. I think the Hawks kind of put it in cruise control a little bit when that fourth quarter came around. It's hard to have that same fight and animosity when you're up 20, like in the fourth quarter, right? But um, they did what they had to do. They did what they had to do. Um, I think at one point they got the lead down to maybe nine. Or uh, let me see if I have that in my notes. No, don't have that in my notes. <laughs> I I, I'm sorry, y'all. I thought I had it written down, but I don't. Um, but I think they got the lead down to like nine. But Hawks all night. Again, I put more notes on here. Hawks spacing was excellent. Ball movement was excellent. These are fourth quarter notes that I'm that I'm watching the game. You know. Um, Spacing was excellent. Ball movement was excellent. Hawks are at their best when they are moving the ball. I know at times they, you know, they, they try to go into this hero ball stuff. Gallo takes some questionable shots. Even Trey takes some questionable shots. That's no, nah, that's not it, man. They are at their best when that ball is moving. That ball has energy. Anybody that's ever played basketball, they know that ball has energy. When that ball is moving and when they're finding the open guy, tough team to beat. Tough team to beat. So, um, Minnesota tries to make a game of it, but just a little bit too little, too late. Hawks get the win, 121 to 110, and uh, moves them to 13 and 12, a game over 500. And again, like I said, a couple days off before you get ready for Brooklyn. Uh, that's going to be a handful because, I mean, listen, Kevin Durant, you know what I'm saying? Like, you guys hear the, you, you, you remember the sound bite, Kevin Durant, even Kevin Durant says I'm Kevin Durant, you know? I'm Kevin Durant, you know, I'm pound for pound for, for my money, one of the best players on the planet. And uh, it's going to be a showdown, man. It's going to be a showdown Friday night in State Farm Arena, but. I'm sure the Hawks are feeling good. I'm, I'm hoping that they come into that game confident and uh, ready to battle. So, 
um, that is the game flow. What we're going to do is take another quick break before we head into that last segment. I'm going to get some fan feedback. I got a little bit of sound from uh, Gallo post game, a little bit of sound from Coach Nate, hear what they had to say. And uh, we're going to read some of your tweets. So uh, stick around. You'll listen to the Hawks Week Podcast, episode 25, season 8. I'm your man, Edub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness, the official chiropractor of the Hawks Beat Podcast. If you are experiencing any type of back pain, neck pain, or pain pain, go see our guy, Dr. Rick. Ask him about the Hawks Beat special, which includes a consultation, digital scans, and an adjustment for just $37. Just tell him E-Dub from the Hawks Beat sent you. That's Dow Family Wellness. Check out their banner at thehawksbeat.com or call Dr. Rick, 470-395-3478. That's 470-395-3478. Visit Dow Family Wellness. Tell them the Hawks Beat sent you. All right, folks, we are back talking about a Hulk's victory. And uh, listen, I just watched uh, watched the end of Monday Night Football, and Bill Belichick is a genius. Listen, they ran the ball like 40-something times, and I think Mac Jones only threw the ball three times. <laughs> man, it's crazy. All right, anyway, I apologize about that. Back to the Hawks, man. Back to the Hawks. Hawks get the dub over the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight. And uh, this is fan feedback segment and the sound segment. Um, I always ask, and again, make sure you're following us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And uh, I always ask after each game, what are your takeaways from the game? Who are your who are your uh, your player of the game? And just to get some feedback from you guys to see what the fans have to say. Um about the Atlanta Hawks, man. So let me pull up uh, my Twitter and see what the mentions are looking like. See what you guys had to say about tonight's win in uh, Minnesota. A lot of you guys weighed in on the player of the game. Um, Royalty for real on Twitter said TLC. Ho, ho uh, Joe Cuervo said TLC. Um, let's see. Bruce Banner one on Twitter said, "You can argue TLC, Gallo or Capello, but I'll say TLC because we needed big minutes with the ring wing rotation so short. Definitely, um, yeah. With all those wings out, it was it was it was um, very important for TLC to have a good game." Uh, Donnell Suggs said it's a tie between TLC and John Collins. Okay. TLC played his best game as a Hawk, and JC stayed in the game defensively despite not being a part of the offense for three quarters. I agree. 
Uh, John Collins, I thought a lot of people would look at the stat sheet and be like, oh, John struggled. I don't think he's struggling. Like, he didn't shoot the ball that well, but I thought he was very engaged defensively. I thought that he was very active defensively. I have no problem with how John played tonight, you know. Took the open threes when they were there. Fourth quarter, he had a, a, a pretty good shooting quarter, and, you know, that's my guy, you know. Future all-star John Collins. We're going to put that out in the air. Uh, J.F. Sutton. Uh, sent me a picture of a of a <laughs> listen. He sent me a picture of a shirtless. I guess look like a a shirtless Sylvester Stallone, but it's Photoshop with Gallo's name on it that says Italian Stallion. <laughs> I love y'all, man. Y'all trip. He says you can almost. He said you can always give it to Trey, but Gallo deserves some love. Hey man, I, I like I told you, I'm not gonna be the same because of that picture you sent me. But I appreciate you checking in. Uh, last but not least, Devontae, who's uh, at Cookie by Nature on Twitter, said TLC gotta be for stepping up. All right, so thank you guys for for uh, weighing in. In the fan segment, and uh, I have some sound from Gallo. I have the uh, the on the court audio, so I'm let me get that queued up for you guys. And here's a little bit what Gallo had to say immediately after the game. All the shots that we were taking, I thought they were open shots. We were moving the ball, so uh, good, a good, uh, good game. I know John Collins said after yesterday's game that you got to establish the tempo early and keep the tempo through 48 minutes. What did you think about the pace you guys played with? Yeah, that's what we need to do in the games that we lost at home, that we gave away. That's that's the reason why we didn't win the games, because we need to keep the same pace for 48 and win games. I know you had a jersey swap there with Malik Beasley. You guys go way back. What was that relationship like? Yeah, it was my rook in Denver, so we go, we go a little back. What was, that, what was that relationship like with him back in the day? Yeah, it's great. He's a, he's a great guy, a great player. Uh, so he's going to have a bright future in front of him. Uh, great, you know, work ethic. Uh, know his family, so it's great. Shout out to Gallo. Shout out to Malik Beasley again, man. Had a great game. And uh, that was a pretty dope moment, man. Gallo and Beasley, uh, Beasley uh, with the jersey swap. Uh, now now the basketball guys are kind of getting into that. And, uh, yo, he said he was this rookie when he was back in Denver, man. I'm trying to figure out how long Beasley has been in the league, man. Like, that's he that, that was kind of a while ago. You know what I mean? That was kind of a while ago. But shout out to Gallo, man. Uh, big off the bench tonight. Um, I always talk about having... Two guys off the bench scoring in double figures. Didn't necessarily need it tonight, but Gallo gave you 20. Uh, Gorgie almost got the, got the double figures. He had nine points, but, uh, of course, Trey Young pacing everybody with 29 points, 11 assists. Uh, Cabarrot, 23 points. John Collins ended with 13, and uh, he didn't even really score, like, in the first half or, like, you know. He scored all his points late, but uh, just a total team effort. Uh, for the Atlanta Hawks, and you have to be pleased with that. Let me play uh, as we wind things down. Let me just give you a little bit of Nate McMillan. I always find that uh, Nate McMillan says the most when he gives his opening statement. So let me play a little bit of that for you guys, and uh, we'll hear what he had to say after tonight's game. Really, I just uh, really like the way we responded uh, from last night's game, you know, losing a, a tough one. 
you know, last night to Charlotte and, um, you know, getting in here on a back-to-back, playing another team uh, that can score the ball, can uh, get out and run. I thought we established ourselves uh, right from the start defensively, uh, but offensively had good ball movement th- uh, throughout the game, 31 assists tonight. Uh, our shots were falling, uh, you know, with that ball movement. If we and so there it is again, Nate McMillan talking about the ball movement and uh, the energy and the pace. That's what this Hawks team needs to be. You know, um, that's when they're at their best, man. That is simply what they're at the best. Uh, final takeaways from tonight's game, man. It's like, look, when you're shooting the ball like you're shooting tonight, it makes for a fun night. Uh, the Hawks still have some uh issues they need to address i believe i believe fourth quarter uh they still need to figure out how to close these games out a little bit cleaner um there's always room for improvement there's always room for improvement and there's room for everybody to get better even number 11 i know folks don't really like that i know my man chris took a lot of heat from that question he asked the other night but listen he's just doing his job He's doing his job. We, we Reporters, beat writers, they're not there to make you feel good about your team. They are there to ask questions. They are there to ask tough questions. And Chris, he asked a tough question. A lot of people didn't like it, but that's just kind of what it is, the nature of the business. But uh, Chris does a great job, and uh, I, he's taking a lot of flack for that. And listen, I know Chris, man. Chris does a good job. Chris does a good job. Covering that team. Give my boy a little slack, man. Give my boy a little slack. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Hawksby Podcast, episode 25. Listen, we have some exciting news that we want to share from you, share with you, but uh, can't share it just yet. Can't share it just yet, but we got some exciting news down the pipe for all of our podcast listeners. And uh, so stay tuned, man. Stay tuned. But, like we always say, God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and get to know him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.